Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panico. And I'm Robert Hoffman. We have missed everybody so much. Yeah. It's been almost a month. It's been a month, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Since we recorded an episode. Mm-hmm. More. It's been a while. Yeah. We... A planned- year. Well, last year was the last time <laughs> we did one, Bobby. It hasn't been a whole year. But I like your... I like your enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that sounded condescending. It's sorry. okay. I'm sorry. I didn't really think it was a year. I know. <laughs> kind of feels like it. Yeah. We've been doing it for six months, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't remember how. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but we did it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so far, so good. Yeah, we meant to start right after the new year, and I upgraded my computer, and a whole bunch of stuff got messed up. So we had a longer vacation, <clears throat> and now yep. we're back. Mm-hmm. And we hope you're back, too. This week, we're going to be doing Streganona by Tommy DePaula. Yep. It's really exciting. I never heard of this book until Bobby told me about it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, It's a good book. I, I liked it when I was a kid. And I forgot about it. It's, it's one of those books that the, you remember the pictures of it. That you know, they look a, a very yeah. Maybe it was a reading rainbow book or something. I don't really know. I don't. I just um, in preschool. We work at a preschool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one of the books that w- was being read to the kids, and I saw it, and I went, "Huh, I remember that book," and it all came back. Yeah, it was a good choice. I really enjoyed <clears throat> reading it. I'm also a big fan of pasta. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a winner for me. Pasta's great. Yeah. Oh, and something about the illustrations makes the just makes that spaghetti look so good. Oh, I know. I know the way it just rolls down. It just the street. rolls. Yeah. That's what I want my spaghetti to do. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of having so much of a food that you couldn't possibly eat all of it. Yeah. So you could just just eat without looking back. You know. Yep. I agree. I agree. I was reading the book. I was like, this doesn't seem like a problem. <laughs> um, should we talk about Tommy or go right into our recap? You got any facts? I do. All right, go ahead. Did you know that um, Tommy DePaula's favorite color is white? No. His favorite color is white. He says, everything looks good on white. Ev- everything Every looks- color looks good on white. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. A very, like, illustrator- yeah. Kind of comment. That's interesting. He went, uh, you got anything? No. Okay. He went to, um, he went to Pratt in New York in Brooklyn oh, to study okay. art. He's got tons of rewards, tons, a couple of honorary doctorates, one from Pratt. Um, he's taught all over the place. He's got a lot of books that have sold like 25 million copies or something crazy like that. And he's still working. His last book was published in, I think, August of 2018. Good for him. So he's he's still trucking away at it. He's 85. 85. Yeah. He's still writing books. Is it like a Streganona book? What do you mean? Uh, is that is there is Streganona in this book? Oh, no. No. No, no. I don't think he is. <coughs> he does have one other book. Called um, Big Anthony's Story yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like his uh, his version. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's the only one that has anything to do with Stregonona. At least from what I saw. Cool. Um, yeah, his family is Irish and Italian. 
like them all. Yeah. So feel My some kin. Family's interest. Irish and Italian with other things too, but those two are in there. Yeah. So in that way, the three of us are alike. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all part of the same family. Yep. Why don't we get down to uh, Why don't we get down to the story? Let's do it. Yeah, that way our references actually make sense to everybody. Yep. Um, I'll do the recap. Right. Yep. Take okay. it away. So Stregonona, she's this old woman, um, who lives by herself, and her name means. Grandma Witch, in Italian, uh, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just want to point out, it's kind of interesting because later in the story, everyone's like, oh, she's not, you know, what, what do you mean? She's, she's mad, she has magic powers? Come on, that's silly. And her name is literally Wait. Grandma Witch. Yeah. You know? I oh. guess I wouldn't believe, I would, you know, if someone totally introduced himself to me as Grandma Witch... I wouldn't think they were a real witch, so... Right, that's true. But but they gave her the name Grandma Witch, I think, right? Oh, did they? I think so. I, I thought think... that was her real... Because... Then, and then she has a friend named, what, Strega Amelia, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Okay, and Strega doesn't mean Grandma, that means witch. witch. So she's just friends with another person that has has the name Witch? You know? I guess so. Amelia Witch? Amelia Witch. <laughs> <laughs> So, that made me think that Stregonona is more of like, that's her name. Maybe it is her name. I might I might be uh, misremembering. It's probably not really explicitly. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> getting, yeah, we're getting out of here. <clears throat> Start the music again. Stregonona um, is this old, she's a witch, let's call her what she is. And yeah. all the people in the town go to her for, you know, what they need little you know, help with like medical issues and stuff like that like warts mm-hmm. stuff like that uh she's very helpful but she's getting older and she needs someone to help her out because you know loss of mobility etc so she puts out like a, like a help wanted thing and then this guy named big anthony comes yeah. along and he's <laughs> like well, i'll do it yep <laughs> Um, and, big An- yeah. and Big Anthony doesn't listen. <laughs> he, no. doesn't he doesn't follow directions. He's, not, he's bad at listening. Uh, yeah, that's one of his character traits yeah. that they tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much his only one. And he likes pasta. Uh, and, yeah, and he's, so he starts the job. Um, and pretty much he, he has to like do stuff for her. And then he gets a nice place to live. He gets all pasta he wants. But the, the only thing he can't do is he can't touch the pasta pot. Um, so he's all sneaky, and he watches Streganona sing a song to the pasta pot, which makes it make, like, as much pasta as she wants, and it does it all by itself. And then she sings another song and stops it. Um, then she blows three kisses at it. Anthony doesn't see that. It's important. Later on, he goes and tells everybody about this and says... Stregonona has a magic pasta pot. It make pasta all by itself. Everyone tells him he's being crazy. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, and he's like, I'll prove you wrong. So he goes back. When she's not around, she's she's going out to visit a friend. So while she's gone, he sings a song to the pasta pot. It starts making pasta. Um, he's all excited. So he tells everybody. They come check it out. And they're like, oh, you were right. It's making pasta. You're right, Big Anthony. You were right. We were wrong. Um, and he feels great about that. Sings, sings the song to stop it. Doesn't stop. Pasta is all, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, oh, no. fills the whole town, pushes down the barricades, just, 
<laughs> people probably died. It's a lot uh, of pasta. It doesn't. Th- does it ever say that people didn't die? You gotta figure. It doesn't say whether people, or not people, they people died. died. Some people definitely died in this pasta. That is avalanche. a reasonable assumption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Big Anthony doesn't, and then Stregonona comes back and she fixes the problem. You know, she you know does the kisses that you gotta do, mm-hmm. and then she. Uh, the whole town is angry at Big Anthony, um, and Stregonona says, hey, the punishment for Big Anthony is going to be that he's going to eat all of this pasta that is filling the entire town. He's going to eat all of it. Mm-hmm. And then he does. He eats all the pasta, uh, and cool they, live, punishment. they live happily ever after. That's about the size of it. Yep. It's a good story. It is. And it made me want to eat the pasta. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was Big Anthony, I would be pretty stoked to eat all that pasta. That being said, it was a lot. It's a lot of pasta. Probably got bad at a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> you know. About halfway <laughs> through, an entire town filled with pasta. That would be a ridiculous amount of pasta. We're going to figure out how that's yep. possible. It's going to be... That's going to be a tough one. How it's possible. Yep. It's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a punt, Bobby. Yep. Everybody loves punts. That's what I meant. It's going to be hard to get through the rest of this episode if you keep making pasta puns. We'll see if more come up. Anyway, let's talk about where, where the story is at. Okay. We we had a brief conversation about this earlier and how the first line of the story tells mm-hmm. us where it is. Yeah. Which... You want to you wanna read that line? <laughs> Um, I can. One second. I gotta look it up to be exact. The first line reads, In a town in Calabria, a long time ago, there lived an old lady everyone called Streganona, which meant Grandma Witch. Okay. Period. So everyone did call her that. It doesn't specify where she got the name. It's true. But it tells us that it was in Calabria, which is a region in Italy. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Her name is in Italian. There's lots of pasta. Lots of pasta there, yeah. Yeah. Which Italians <laughs> eat other things. A guy named Big Anthony. Big, yeah. My father's name is Anthony. And I was just like, Big Anthony. Not that my father's big. Is he not? Is he small? Yeah. Maybe We're a small size. clan. Mm. He's bigger than me, but... Anyway, it's in a town in Calabria. And that's pretty specific, but I thought to myself, Bobby, let's get more specific. Okay. Did you just look up which towns in Italy have the most witches living in them? (laughs) That? I did. You did? Yeah. That's more interesting than what I have, so. You want to know which one? Do you have this one town exactly? I'll tell you, Chris. It's none of them, because witches aren't real. Oh, you're right. Let's cut the nonsense. Okay, yeah, you're What right. were you going to say? Okay, I, I'm i going off of very little. There's not that much unique-seeming <laughs> about this Italian town. It seems like pretty much any Italian town, from what I can tell, in a children's book, however many years ago. Yeah. However, if you look at a map of Calabria... I'm not sure if they roll the R. This one one town is 
filled with pasta. <laughs> you can see the noodles on the map. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I can't even imagine what the what the Google map car going through it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Slow, that's what. what. What I was going to say is most of the cities are right on the sea. Like, they're right on the coast. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look in the southern half of the region, pretty much every single town, at least town that's on the map, without... Like, major town that's on the map is right on the coast. But we don't see a coast in the story. So, it stands to reason to me that it must be one of the towns that's more central. Yeah. Within within the space. Now, even, you know, the most central town is not that far from the sea, but it would at least not be in the backdrop. There's only... Within the entire region of Calabria, there are three towns that aren't particularly close. There's Catanzaro, Cosenzo, and um, Castro Velari. Okay. okay. I'm not that good at pronouncing yeah, that's, that's okay. other stuff. So let's start with C's. I think it must be one of them because yeah. they don't have a C in the backdrop. I agree. We've narrowed it down to three. Yeah. And by we, I mean you, you have. I couldn't say more particularly which one it is. What was the middle one? The second one you said? Uh, Cosenza. Cosenza. That's the one. Yeah. You think yeah. so? Why? Uh, it seems like I just like that. I like, you know, when in doubt, you go with the middle answer. All right. You choose Cosenza. I like it. I like it. I had considered maybe it's the northernmost, or maybe that one was <clears> the <throat> northernmost. Kanazaro Cosenza. No, there was another one in there. <laughs> I was thinking about it being the northernmost because that's closer to Rome, and there's like a whole thing about like the convent and the, the bishop. Oh, that's true. That's but true. it's but... like what, two miles closer to Rome or yeah. something? And it's also Italy back in the day, so it's, you know. Yeah. It's not like two miles south is less religious. Yeah. So let's say Cosenza. It takes place in Cosenza. Great. Glad we figured it out. Now. <sighs> now how? How? How is the question. So let's go through it. Mm-hmm. Start from the beginning. Figure out whether there's some nonsense. Right. So let's, so the the first thing, and we'll decide whether or not this is nonsense, is this woman who just seems to be really good at all this stuff and helping people. I, I feel like that isn't nonsense. No, no. I don't think it is. They call her a witch. Right. We know that, you know, the traditional... Which, like, magic and all that stuff is not real. Yeah. But she doesn't do anything that necessarily requires magic. Right. You know, like, healing people. I think at one point they say she makes a love potion, but that can just be placebo. Right. Um, And I guess maybe you could argue X ingredients or aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. And 
that's what what it was or something. Whatever. Um, I I don't think any of the services that she provides are nonsensical. Right, and even if they are, it doesn't mean that they're you know she could just be making stuff up and giving people stuff, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People just want the peace of mind. They want the peace of mind. They want to. They they want the security love potion. You yeah. know, Maybe just I could probably make this love happen by myself, but just in case, yeah, potion, and just have it be sort of a just an insurance. You know. Yeah. You always want insurance on yep. your love. Yeah. That's I always use love potions to yeah. make people fall in love with me. Always, as in constantly, constantly doing so every day. Yeah, <laughs> I do it once a day. It's it's becoming a problem. Yeah, I wouldn't tell people that if I were you, Bobby. Every day, today, a few minutes ago. <laughs> I don't like this. Anyway, that's not nonsense. We can keep going. Yeah. Um. From there. She gets old, right? That makes sense. <laughs> Not nonsense. Not nonsense. You need help when you get old. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, big Anthony. Not nonsense. And you can be big and yeah. not the most attentive. Mm-hmm. Then we get to the pasta pot. The pasta pot. I just want to say, um, on our Facebook, I posted a video of Tommy DePaolo reading the book. Hmm. Which is, it's nice hearing the author and illustrator read it. And the way he does Streganona singing the pasta song is just great. And the way he says pasta. Pasta. It's just just fun to me. So I think think everyone should check it out and and, and enjoy it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I'll I'll watch it though. Um, Anyway, yeah, the pasta pot's the problem. Yes. That's, there might be like one or two other things after that. But yeah, but the, that's the first problem. It's going to be the hardest one. To, I don't know. I, it might be, might be how he eats all that pasta. That one's going to be tough too. Right. Let's, uh, let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. So, <sighs> this pot makes pasta by itself. What exactly do we see it do? She sings to it mm-hmm. and then it turns on and starts cooking. Well, it seems that like that. Yeah. But there's nothing to suggest that she didn't fill it with water, fill it with pasta, right, yeah. and turn it on before that. Right. We never see any of that on screen. On, on screen. Page, on screen. On page. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. In fact, right. uh, something happened. I mean, yes, it doesn't fill itself. We know that, right? It it could it could not fill itself. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, and because of that, we know that she fills it, mm-hmm. or someone fills it. Whatever. Yes. We deleted the nonsense right there. It doesn't fill itself. Easy to get rid of because someone could just fill it, and because right. someone could just fill it, it's probably her because she's the only one who knows about it. Right. So. In the scene, the first scene where we see her use her pasta pot, we could just say that she fills it up before, and it's kind of just regular, a regular pasta pot that she's cooking with. Yeah. 
Um, she's created some type of legend behind it. You know, like she tells Big Anthony, don't touch the pasta mm. pot. Why would she do that? If it's a regular pot. She wants people to think it's magical. Just Makes she, sense. she wants people to think she's magical, right? Mm-hmm. She knows... That, oh, okay. Power comes with that. So maybe that's the whole reason she brought Big Anthony in the first place. Because she knows that he is the one who's going to tell everybody about this pasta pot. Oh. So she brings him in to give her some publicity. street cred. Yeah, some publicity. And she's like, don't touch the pasta pot. Then very loudly sings to it. Right. You know, <laughs> um, does the whole, like, the whole thing so that he can see. Mm-hmm. So that he'll go and tell people about this pasta pot. Makes sense. Makes yep. sense. Um, the problem we get is when we see him use the pasta pot. Right. Because Streganona's not there. Right. And it wouldn't make sense to think that Anthony would have filled up the pot and turned it on and all of that stuff. You're right, because he thinks it's magical. Right, exactly. So, question. Do we have the technology here for it to be some kind of voice-activated thing? Well, you would think we don't. Right. You might be wrong. I might be wrong. But here's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Either that's what it is, it's a voice-activated thing, which is unlikely, because this is... We have no indication there's any sort of technology like that. But possible. Or B, there's another person, perhaps (laughs) a very tiny person, perhaps Streganona herself, just kind of hiding behind the pasta pot. (laughs) Just... Filling it up with pasta. Yeah, and and turning it on and doing the whole thing when Anthony sings to it. Okay. Like, she says, well, I'm going out of town. I'm going to go she see knows that he's gonna... Strega Amelia, a name she clearly made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. She used half of her own exactly. name. Exactly. <laughs> she just couldn't think of another name, so she just <laughs> added half of her own name to just the first name she could think of in Italy. And a probably just looked into a dictionary. Yeah, the first a dictionary, a uh, a name, name dictionary. dictionary. Yeah, a baby book. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then just hid back behind her pasta pot, so Anthony would come and do the thing, and she could make the pasta go, and then the whole town would come because mm-hmm. she knew the town wasn't going to believe him, but that if he did it himself, they would come and check it out. And right. see how cool she is for having this pasta pot that's magic. Yeah, I like that. It's a big pasta pot. She could hide behind exactly. it. Um, and she's a witch. So I don't think it's too unreasonable to think that she would be able to put this pasta in and do all of this handwork without being seen. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's probably <clears throat> pretty... Adept. Yeah. Pretty dexterous. Sort of dexterous. That's a good word. Thank you. She's... I mean, not dextrose. Not dextrose. Yeah. Not... Yeah. Not super close. Let's yeah. clarify. She's not a witch. She's not a witch. Not a real witch. Like, right. She's not You said she's a witch. I know that's not what you meant. I just wanted to clarify for the listeners that you do not believe she's actually a witch. Right. Well... She's somebody who... We could... 
debate what being a witch means. That's true. You know, being a witch That's doesn't true. necessarily mean magic. Yes, but I think, like, in the context of this story, when they say she's a witch, they mean she's somebody who has magical abilities. Right, that's the understanding. And we're saying that she's not. Right, I d- thank you for yeah. that. I don't think that she's a witch, a magic right. witch. She's, uh, she's like a, a performer. Yeah. You know? Exactly. A magician. A magician. You so, could say a magician. A mm-hmm. healer. Um... So she's going to hide behind the pasta pot. She tells Anthony, I'm going to go out. Don't touch the pasta pot. Yeah. And then she sets up camp. Maybe she has a little trap door behind it. She's got like a little hidey hole with a nice chair and a book. She just waits. Yeah. And it's, ooh, maybe it's like a a, a cellar. Maybe there's like a door to the cellar, but like behind the pasta pot. Mm. And all of the pasta is down there. Yeah. Like the, a year yeah. supply of pasta. It's not. It's not that hard to like because she could have the thing already pre-filled with enough pasta to get it going when he comes in the first mm-hmm. time. That way, she, all she has to do is be crouched down low or under the floorboard, or whatever, just ready to light it. Mm-hmm. That's all she has to do. is light the thing. Yep. At first, and then he leaves to get the town. She could fill that thing up. She doesn't yeah. even have to hide it. Yeah. You know, she's alone there. She could just pile all the pasta she has. Into this pot. Yeah. And once it starts, like, too much pasta, like, no one can even get to it to see. Right. And then, yeah. uh, Okay. So, we've got that. Mm -hmm. And that's figured out. This pasta fills the whole town. It is a ridiculous amount of pasta. The whole town. I mean, we're going to have to, I mean. What if, I don't know if this is possible. I don't think it's possible. But what if it's, like, chia pasta? You know how you know how chia seeds will can like grow like chia pets. We talk about chia pets, okay? Yeah, like they expand like crazy. Yeah, maybe it's pasta made out of that. It might be, but I've never seen a chia pet fill an entire town. What's right. I mean? What's the capacity of an entire town? I I couldn't even like in in gallons. Many. That's, I could, I, yeah, I can't even think of a good estimate. Now, this was back in the day, small town. Yeah. Small town. I mean, still, it's a pretty ridiculous event to occur in a small town. Right. Um, it could be, hmm. it could be that they're all very tiny. But that doesn't really make a lot of sense. All the people are really tiny? Everyone is tiny. And the pasta is normal sized. Normal sized. Yeah, but we see instances of just a normal amount of pasta coupled with a normally sized person. Right, know? that's true. So it can't be that. It could, it, um, I mean, it could be some kind of an illusion towards the end. A lot of mirrors. Something. Because uh, also think of this. At the end of the story, he has to eat all the pasta. Right. And that's impossible. That's impossible. It's impossible. Right. So, oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. So, oh, man, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> what I'm was trying I to think of saying? another pun. Impossible. Like I wanted to do like we'll find our like oh way God. back and hey, somehow make a ravioli. Listen joke. to me, listen to me. Spaghetti about the puns. No. Did you hear me? I said right. spaghetti. 
like spaghetti. I know. It, it was spaghetti. okay. It wasn't as good as mine. It was good. It was fine. It Keep was trying. Good. All right. Keep trying. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, he has to eat all the pasta, which, if it's what it appears to be, that's not possible. Right. So, it's definitely less pasta. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, how does Stregonona make a normal, like, lard? It's, she could still make a lot of pasta. How does she turn a lot of pasta into this gigantic problem? Mirrors. Mirror, mirrors and like magnifying like glasses in yeah. some way. She has to she has to get the whole town running away from it. Yeah. That's Do you think maybe at, at some point it's not pasta anymore and it's like like rope, rope that looks like pasta. Like at a certain point, it no one's trying to eat it anymore. It's just coming after you. Even then, to fill a whole town like down to up with anything is beyond, in my opinion, the capabilities of a single person. Even to fill it with water, which would be the easiest mm-hmm. thing. Imagine turning on a faucet and waiting till the entire town flooded. It just wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know? There's, it, like, even if she had that much pasta, the amount of time it would take to cook the amount of pasta that would fill a whole town would be years. Right. Minimum, you know? What if? So it's, it's a trick. It's a trick. It's some kind of... It's a trick. What if... Okay, so... We know that witches have a very strong association with cats. Black cats, specifically. Okay. I don't think they have to be black cats. They could be whatever cats, but cats. Cats. What if she has created these elaborate spaghetti costumes and has a fleet of cats wearing... Wearing these crazy spaghetti costumes. So I talk about, like, one of them, like... You put it on, and it's just noodles. It looks like noodles. And this one cat, probably, like, their costume is, like, five feet across and could be ten feet behind them, maybe. Okay. Depending on the size of the cat. And she just has a fleet of cats in these spaghetti costumes. Okay. So, like, once it goes, you know, beyond the scope of regular spaghetti, she opens up Another trap door, and she releases the, the spaghetti releases cats. Releases the spaghetti cats. So, here's the thing. I like this because it tells us how the Manicati. spaghetti... It's Manicati. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Bobby was going to laugh, everybody. He... Fought it. Oh no! Oh man! I, I need think to... he broke his face from forcing himself not to. This laugh. is the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> um, so I like that. <laughs> okay, because it explains how the pasta is moving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But if let's say she has a basement under mm-hmm. her house. 
And the basement is full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> like, she like, put all of this together. Like, it was planned very thoroughly. As closely packed as cats could be in the basement, it's full, full to the brim. Even that number of cats wouldn't be enough to fill a whole town if she let them go. It's just right. enough to fill a whole basement. So, right. let's say she's got the cats. Mm-hmm. But the cats are paired with mirrors. Like they have mirrors on their costumes? We got mirrors. She sort of has mirrors, like, stationed around the town. Put them up overnight. Right. While everyone's asleep. Right, right. Like, between houses... You know, yeah. that are just going to reflect the cats before mm-hmm. them. And so it looks like this wall of pasta Yeah, around the town. Yeah, she could have done that. And I think that we could... We, we do need to accept that the severity that is displayed in the book is impossible. Yeah. It probably can't be achieved to the extent that it's stated. But I think we can take some room to say that it was hyper- right. hyperbolized. The, yeah, the illustrations were not exactly accurate. If you see these pasta monsters running around your town and a giant wall of pasta around you, I mean, she created an illusion that was enough to scare people, which mm-hmm. was not hard back then. No. Because they didn't... No. You know. They already thought that she was a witch. Exactly. Right? And now they see pasta. You thought people were magic. Like, that's 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 what we're talking about here. Yeah. Exactly. A fearful society. Mm-hmm. Um, afraid of pasta. That I'd has... be afraid of pasta after this. Yeah. So, it, it stands to reason that with some amount of smoke and mirror, cat costume, show business, uh, you know... Glamour. She yeah. was able to scare these townspeople. You gotta give them a show, Bobby. Yeah, away from finding out what was really going on so that she could come back and save the day. Yes. So, that also explains how um, he was able to eat all of it because at a certain point it wasn't real pasta anymore. It was just cats that they ran back where they were supposed to with their costumes. Uh-huh. But... We need to understand, why did she do this? This is a ridiculous amount of trouble, right? Like, so much trouble for what? Right. What You're right. She, we need the motive. What did she get out of it? Well. <clears throat> she gets to be a hero. We Yeah. We Well, we know that she wants people to think she's a witch. We know that. Mm-hmm. But That's there's got to be a reason that she would do something that takes this much effort. That it was this extreme, this life and death for her. And yeah. we, so here's here's my sort of answer. And you feel free to build on this, you know, penne for your thoughts. Um, we've got Big Anthony. Big Anthony. And he's part of it. He's you part know. of the ploy? Yeah, you know how I know that? Because oh. at the end, he has to eat all the pasta. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like her payment for him is like, listen, you can do this, mess the whole thing up. I'll come back. And I will make sure you don't get in trouble by giving you a fake punishment. And he'd have to be in on it at some point at least because he's going to find out that this pasta is not real when he goes to eat it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't actually eat a whole town's worth of pasta. Right. That makes sense. So either he finds out then or he already knew. And that makes I, sense. It, it would stand a reason that he already knew. Or it would stand a reason 
that he's part of the reason this is happening. You know, he's gaining something from this, too. Okay. So, if he does know it, then she may not have to go through all that trouble of, like, putting on that show for him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, like filling the pot up and everything. Um, I don't think that really affects any of the logistics well, that we've talked about. So, so if he far. does know about it, he doesn't know it then. He doesn't know it up front. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I'm wondering if it's a, if it's a business ploy. Because she has to take on Anthony uh-huh. to keep, you know, just maintaining a lifestyle, her expenses have gone up to some amount. I forget exactly what what she says. I think it's like three coins a day or something. Yeah. Which, we don't have any barometer for how much that is in this scenario. But her costs have gone up, and maybe business isn't going so well. Right. So this might be just... Just like a big, yeah, like yeah. a sell, sell more pasta. Mm-hmm. And it would definitely work. It would. And it's not just the pasta. It's just, it's, look at how magic I am. Right. With this pasta pot that I can <clears throat> control. It's got to, you know, bring in other customers. Like that would, like, maybe pasta is her loss leading product. Right. And then... Hey, you need some love potion to go with that, uh, with that spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti's already pretty romantic. Right, and I agree. Lady and the Tramp it up. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) Well, there it is. You said it, and it's out there now. And Um, I can make a little audio snippet and (laughs) use it as my ringtone. Lady in the Tramp It Up. Uh, someone please remix that um, into a song. But yeah, I agree. It's definitely a business thing. And what I think happened was Big Anthony didn't know about it. And then at the end, when he's about to get in trouble, she comes back, kind of feels bad for the kid, and is like, hey, listen, follow my lead. She probably like whispers something like, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. And then says, I think the crime... You know, punishment has to fit the crime. All right, because they were going to take him away. Right. So she says, he's going to eat all this pasta. And the town's like, that's fine. That's worse than anything we could have done. And then she's (laughs) like, don't worry. The pasta's not real. Just pretend you're eating it or whatever. Uh And they get it done. They're both in business, both making that, that good money. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think, I think, um, We've tied it up in a nice little uh, bow tie pasta. I think we got it. Oh. Ugh. I think we got it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get back to our routine That was okay. It was great. I'm just about out, though. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, new moral. Oh, we never even came up with a moral at the beginning of the story. Oh, my gosh. We? We've been gone for uh, so long. Oh, very rusty. All right. Let's come up with the original moral. So that's you. You do the moral. Okay. Um, the original moral is if someone tells you not to do something, especially with one of their own possessions, you should not do it. Yeah. Because something bad will happen. Right. Heed warnings. Yeah. If somebody warns you, take it to heart. Yeah. If you get directions, think about those directions. Yeah. Think about listen. why. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I don't want to say listen blindly to any time anybody tells you to do anything. Right. But when somebody who knows what they're talking about 
tells you something, trust them, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But what do we get now? Um. Now that we're at the end, the conclusion. I guess if you put on a good enough show, you you win the hearts of the people or something. Business is all about performance. It's all it's all That's about true. the razzle dazzle. It's not about the product. Give them some razzle dazzle. Yeah. Give them the old razzle dazzle. Right. right. Yeah. It's not about. Give them the old. Give them the old. Yeah. It's, go ahead. Sing the whole thing. I. I just saw the line. So razzle dazzle them. Razzle them and then dazzle them. Yeah. yeah. Dazzle them after you razzle them. Yeah. After you razzle them, dazzle them. You know. Mm-hmm. Razzle them. Sure. Razzle them. Go ahead. Do you know what? But Anthony- then, well, hold on. After you're done wrestling them, <laughs> still going. Proceed to dazzle them. Give them a dazzle uh-huh. too, in addition to the razzle right, that you've given them. Everyone agrees with you. <laughs> um, do you know what? Do you know what Big Anthony's other nickname is? Rigatoni. Big Rigatoni. Bigatoni. Bigatoni. <laughs> Man, that's a good one. Bigatoni. Uh, that one is a good one. Thank you. And we're gonna. We're going to cut it there now that I got one. Yep. Hi, guys. This has been Robert Hoffman. And I'm Chris Panico. Thank you so much for listening to this, our newest episode of No Nonsense Storytime. We're back on the wagon. Yeah. Uh, we clearly, we've been away for a little while. We forgot to do the moral at the beginning. Yeah, that's, um, that's okay, though. But we got it in there, and things are great. Uh mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to be doing Harold and the Purple Crayon by Crockett Johnson. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's a recent addition to our list. Right. Um, well, and by list, we, uh, we mean we have a list of books that we want to do at some point. We sort of, every week we pick from the list what, yeah. you know, might be good for next week. Yeah. Now, if you want to add to our list with your own suggestions, your own favorites, you can... Email those to us at nononsensestorytime at gmail.com. Yep. And you can find us on Facebook, and you can download our podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, CastBox, all of those places where you might find them. Yep. Spotify. I always add Spotify. Yeah. And SoundCloud. SoundCloud, I don't yeah. think about those too often, but they are no. there. They are there. They're, they're like, they're websites that people use a lot. But I don't think of them as being podcast websites. Yeah, nor do I. But some people use them that way. So if you're one of those people, go find us there. Subscribe. Like, leave us some reviews. Mm -hmm. Good or bad. Good. Good is better. Good, yeah. Uh, But Yeah, you can do a bad one. Yeah. One bad one's not good. It it, it looks looks like we're running an honest ship. You get a bad review. Yeah, it's good to keep us in check. Yeah. If you get only good reviews, it looks like, well, this person just... They just did all their own reviews. Yeah. One bad one is like, people are watching this or Mm -hmm. listening to this. Yeah. So, tune in next week. (laughs) We'll see you then. Please don't do a bad review because I said that. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.